Welcome to It's Still Happening, the ancestral healing podcast for those of us who have noticed or are curious about the generational patterns we want to break so that we and our lineages can live a life of freedom, abundance, and belonging. I'm your host, Ash Johns. As a spiritualist, coach, and strategist, I recognize the power and freedom in calling in higher ancestors for healing. We all have generational superpowers within us. It's my hope that you connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally follows as a result, and receive the support you most need and deserve to live your destiny and leave a greater legacy behind. Now, if you've been desiring forward movement and growth, both personally and culturally, and know that we can't exactly move forward without going back, you've definitely found yourself in the right podcast and in divine timing. Here's your invitation into the world of ancestral healing and honoring the lineages of the past for a much brighter future. Welcome and enjoy. It's still happening. So I've connected with my ancestors. Now what? (laughs) Right? I get this message all the time. People have worked with a different practitioner or a healer, or they've gone through their journey, they've elevated some lineages, they have an ancestor guide in particular that they work with or whatever. And then they're like, so now what do I do? And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that. So that's what we're going to be getting into in this episode. I get a lot of inquiries about my work and the intersections of it from people who have done various other programs or courses, trainings, initiations, um, full-on immersions, retreats, and again, work with different practitioners of different modalities. And they're always wondering, so what now? I know that I can connect with this ancestor. I know that the energy has shifted and I feel good, but... I actually haven't taken action in my life. I still haven't started my business. Um, I'm having issues in my marriage. I have fears around becoming a mother. Like all of the symptoms in life haven't shifted even though they've done the ancestral healing work, which I think is very interesting. If you have elevated your ancestor, one ancestor or ancestors, if you work in whole lineage healing, which is my preference, and you're wondering what do you do next, then this is definitely the episode for you. A lot of times people are like, I think I can connect with them. I have a relationship with them, but still my life is the same, or I'm still afraid to take action on my dream, my calling, my way of having impact in the world or what have you. And this, my friends, is all on you, boo-boo, as we say. And honestly, it's a little bit of a over or generalization because I don't know what happened in your ancestral healing practice or process and who you worked with or whatever. But whenever these folks come with me, the first thing I want to do is to do an assessment. Basically, let's tune in with your people and see what's going on generally, because we'll get a sense of how complete is the healing. Who were you actually working with? Was it the most elevated ancestor you could be working with or the oldest one that could bring forth the healing that is most needed in the lineage and in your life? So the difference between elevating an ancestor or one ancestor, which is some of the traditional ways that people are talking about on the internet or they are teaching because it's it's alive and well and remembered in certain practices and certain cultural exclusive and closed system healing modalities and spiritual religions. Um, and the difference between that and elevating whole lineages is that it's not 
really a one-off situation. And really those practices and prescriptions aren't one-off. You do them for a series of days, you have to do certain things, um, but it's usually focused on one ancestor who needs the work, who is kind of in close proximity to you. Where when we do whole lineage healing, we're looking at the wellness of the whole lineage, like literally what is needed for all of you folks to step into your power, alleviate this trauma, um, reclaim the energy, the blessings, the wisdoms, the unique things of you and your people. And so the result of whole lineage elevation and working with a very old ancestor as opposed to a more recent one and elevating just that one ancestor is that you will receive far more energy, clarity, and support from the latter than from the first. And with that clarity and energy and support, you can then step into and trust yourself to step into the practices, the behavior change, um, the lifestyle, the bravery, the courage you need in order to embody whatever it is meant to be for your life and for your lineage. So another thing is that you also get more than a prescription or one offering that you need to do when you do whole lineage healing as opposed to a one-off healing or elevation. For those who are true slash budding spiritualists, sometimes ancestral connection, reverence, veneration, and healing can start to become hella transactional. It's like you go to an ancestor, you're telling them what your need is or what the situation is, and then they give you the wisdom you give them an offering or they tell you what they want as an offering as a result or thereafter, or even before you make your request, you give them an offering. And that's not exactly how I operate. And don't get me wrong, giving, receiving reciprocity is universal law that's on period. Like you always are giving and taking and letting the flow of energy coming back and forth. So that is the look and that is the way, but it shouldn't be a tit for tat thing. You should be in relationship with your lineage, relationship with the old and elevated ancestor with whom you trust, as opposed to just kind of petitioning for any ancestor to come through in the ways in which you need them or you think you need them, which the way that you think you need them with your inherited and personal traumas might not be what the lineage needs or align with your destiny because you haven't done that level of healing and remembering and connection work, right? So there's layers to this. I will always say that. I'm pretty sure I said it in season one. I will say it in season 2900, right? If we ever get that far, I'll be on TV by that time. But part of the healing that is happening through ancestral work is learning to be together again, learning to trust, to love, to be generous, allow support and to be in connection or rather community with your people. It's a communal practice, not just about you. It's about them and calling upon their hands and energy and wisdom to support the healing that's happening. Right? So when people are like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, what happened in your healing? Like, how did the ancestors step up? What did they say that they were going to do? What did you witness them doing themselves? How did the energy of the lineage shift, whether you saw it, felt it, sensed it, or told it, or knew it, there's some way through your spiritual gifts and abilities, you were able to sense what was happening um, with the ancestors on behalf of the work that you initiated and called forth with the help of the elevated ancestor. Now, if you didn't sense any of that and kind of you just made connection and that ancestor just started speaking directly to you on what you needed, we haven't done the healing and the lineage work. You've gotten a taste, you've gotten a meal, you've gotten a word, you've gotten a prescription that you can go and do, but it did not get into the underbelly of the wounds that are still perpetuating through your life. And that's the reason why you're wondering, what do I do next? Because the healing was not complete and it was not thorough. 
When you do deep ancestral healing with old ancestors that encompasses the entire lineages, it feels like a reparenting. It feels like you can now go to elders who want to help, who have the capability and wisdom to do so. And you might be wondering, so why the hell haven't they done it yet? Well, nobody's asked and people have forgotten in your lineage way before you help. You're just remembering. You're just in a process of remembering. I'm in a process of remembering. So when people have not remembered and the actual rituals have been forgotten, we're away from our native lands and tongues and no one has asked, of course they're like, well... I ain't doing nothing. Like closed mouths don't get fed, you know? But as soon as you open up that connection and you go further back and you start to ask and you make the connection, you call them forward and you do it holistically as in whole lineage healing. Now you're like, wow, like the ancestors care. They are there. It's not just about me trying to effort in my healing and trying to apply all these different modalities and racking my brain on what is necessary or needed for me to do in order to fulfill my destiny and be in my power and have great impact and help other people and so on and so forth. I can trust them. They have guidance. They are looking at not just my best interest, but the best interest of the lineage and the impact we want to have on this world and this earth. So folks are always really surprised when they make connection with old ones and how they really swoop in to support not just them, but the whole lineage. They're just like dumbfounded, thinking like, wow, well, things have been messed up in my family or I have had issues with men or the masculine or with women and mothering or whatever it might be. So have you, sometimes it's following through or having commitment issues or trust issues, whatever, right? All those human things. Um, I didn't think that it would feel this way. And I'm like, that's the difference from making connection and asking for what you need short term and doing whole lineage healing. So again, no one's asked. You have the opportunity to ask. And when you ask and you do the whole lineage healing, you now know what has stopped you from knowing what the next step or the embodiment of the healing is. That's the piece. So there's two pieces, whole lineage healing, but then after that has occurred and will continue to occur, but after it's occurred one good time, you know now what's shifting within you and what you need to do to step into your power and your actual life and what the next things are. In the past few years, the discussion around ancestral healing has blown up in a sense. This makes my spiritualist and healer heart so very happy because I know that when more people are open to connecting with their ancestors to heal the wounds we're carrying, the more capacity we have to be the change in the world. Hey y'all, I'm Ash Johns, and my experience has shown me that connecting with our well and elevated ancestors can break generational curses and open our ability to accept support and resourcing in our current life. And who doesn't need more support and more resource? I've worked with several individuals one-on-one -on -one in this way and realized that if I made space for a greater massive energy, we could make bigger ways for more people to create a ripple effect of healing. That's what the month-to-month -month membership of Healing is Happening is all about. Twice a month, individuals just like you, looking to make a deeper connection with past relatives, develop relationships with their ancestors, and move forward without the baggage that's been weighing them down, meet in a private community for facilitation, guidance, and support in their journeys. If you've been looking for a safe space for culturally sensitive topics that always arise when we're doing our healing, if you've had the desire to heal your whole lineage rather than a single soul at a time, if you've been aching for a trusted guide who not only walks with integrity, but lives the work themselves, here I am and you're not alone in this. 
You have your ancestors' support and you definitely have my encouragement. Healing is happening and we'd love for you to experience it in the now and in your life. To join the Healing is Happening membership community, visit healingishappeningforme.com. I can't wait to see you inside. The thing that happens is that we're constantly looking to our left and our right and up and down when we need to be looking within and initiating this process for ourselves to meet the ancestors on the other side for the help that we need to take action in our lives. So to me, ancestral veneration, connection, and healing without your life, your family, the world around you changing is a bigger problem. To me, that is a symptom of spiritual bypassing. I just go into the spiritual realm, connect with who is there, ask them for what I need, and then come back and do that one-off thing. My beliefs have not shifted. My traumas have not shifted. My trust in myself has not shifted. My ability to expand and hold great atrocities or witness great atrocities and stand and be the face of love and understanding and forward movement or call out some things has not changed. We're only scratching the surface of what's possible in this work. So that means that healing ain't actually happening. Ancestor connection and veneration and honoring is happening, but the healing isn't actually happening. So it's whatever it is, right? Someone asked me the other day, what is it? What is generational healing? And I'm like, it is whatever you know is holding you back from being the best human you could be. And that's the best human in contrast of what's happening in the world, what's happened in your lineage, what happened in your life, and what you wanna see your life to be. So it can be anything. It can be a beautiful public speaker, an amazing artist, a writer, a mother, um, someone who lives by the values and their beliefs, someone who can lead others, someone who can hold money, um, someone who can give money. It could be a lot of different things that it is that is not happening in the world right now or in your life that you do want to see happen, which means the healing needs to happen around it. Yeah. So the other experience of connecting and getting short antidotes is a survival practice. And we honor that because it gave us what we needed in the short interim. Many of us have ancestors who literally didn't know what the next hour, the next day, the next week could bring them, right? They weren't even thinking a month ahead. They couldn't think a year ahead. We can. And so when we keep using old ways of ancestral practice just for the short-term needs, we're not getting into the greater longevity and deeper healing we could be having to make waves in our lives and in the world. So when people do ancestral healing and then they don't know what to do afterwards to embody the spiritual shift, I'm like, well, this is an incomplete process that you have done. Let's get into the deeper work and you will see the difference. There's no question on what you're going to do. And sometimes it's not even about doing, it's about actually doing the core work and shit will start to come to you that is meant for you. I've had clients who were like, oh my God, after we finished that last fourth line, we've elevated them. I realize everything is telling me to move. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I just see myself no longer living in the place that I'm living, simplifying, um, paring down, downsizing, and moving into a new chapter. And it's literally happening. A random real estate agent person came and stopped by and asked if I was selling. And they were like, I was thinking about it. I just realized with talking to my ancestors, I'm going to sell my house. But like, why are you on my doorstep? And they were like, oh, I was just walking by and I love the house and I do appraisals. Like, these little serendipitous signs start to come through because you have done the deeper healing that tells you like the path starts to open up 
And as the past starts to open up, it's your job to embody the trust in yourself and the healing that's happened in the lineage to take the steps down the path. Not to ignore the path, not to then see the path and doubt yourself and going all up in your head and re-ingurgitate all of the trauma wounds of self-doubt and distrust and confusion and all that stuff. It's to allow the path to open and trust yourself to walk it, embodying the freedom and the healing that you've just done in the lineage. It's a robust process, but it doesn't have to be as complex if we allow ourselves to live it and be in it. So... To me, I'm always asking us to expand beyond just the survival practices of ancestral connection and veneration and honoring, but move into the expansion of ancestral whole lineage healing so that we can have whole life change and whole world shift for ourselves, our family, and our collective. I'll say it as many times as I need to over and over again for every episode and every interview I ever do. So I want you to take a moment to ask yourself again, as I have prompted you in other episodes, what could be possible if my lineages didn't suffer anymore? Who would I be and who would I become? What would I do? What would come towards me? What would I run towards if I was not holding the traumas of limitation and lack, right? In my body and in my energy field because of the ancestors who came before me. What could be possible? Allow ourselves to dream, call that in, feel it, explore, play with for just a moment. Because after ancestral lineage healing, that's what's coming towards you definitely beyond your dreams. We're just going to play in this space right now, but you always get surprised with more. So how would you even apply the healing that's happened in the lineage to stop what has been happening in your life and in your family? That's where some of these practical applications that come from psychologists and social workers around having boundaries, speaking your truth, right? Leading in your power, All of those things become so much more potent because you've done the energetic healing in the family before. You know how to, again, embody it. Right now, we're doing a lot of practices and embodiment, but the core wounds, the core fears in the lineage have not been healed. And when you do that, the fear, the doubt, all those things start to shift. So here's why it hasn't, all right? I'm going to get very specific of the three things that I notice hasn't happened when people have done ancestral healing, but it hasn't been very thorough or very complete. Um, And so therefore they're questioning what is next instead of knowing what's next. The first one is you haven't gone far enough back in your lineage. Again, you call forth just your grandmother, your grandfather, like one, two, three generations. And I know there are many Native American practices, beliefs, and tribes who believe that we are connected to the last seven generations and the next seven generations, right? That is their cultural belief and knowing. And certain African cultural traditions, right? We believe that those who are closest to you have the most impact, right? But that you have full lineages and you walk the Dekenga and come back many times. And there's wisdoms in every part of that process of death, rebirth, living, and um, dying. So Yes, there are nuances relative to your culture, but that will be unlocked as you get deeper into ancestral healing and the reclamation occurs. But if you haven't gone far enough back in the lineage in order to connect and start that reclamation and start that healing, you're just basically conjuring up or calling forth ancestors who already have the exact same energetic imprint you currently carry and you are looking to heal. 
You have to, and this is straight up energetics and science right now. Anybody who works in the quantum field and does magic or spirit work knows this. Shout out to the sorcerers out there. You have to be bringing in new energy in order to transmute an old energy or a different energy, right? Energy continues. And so if you are only working in the same energy field in which you most closely belong to, who have the same traumas, beliefs, teachings they taught you, right? Your grandmama, your mother, your father, your kid, right? Y'all are so close that you already believe and have the same energetic tapestries. Not to say your soul doesn't bring in new energies. Yes, right? But you're entrenched and enmeshed enough that it's not going to be totally fresh. And that's an interesting way to say it, fresh. We're essentially wanting to go back so that we're calling in and bringing in energies that have been forgotten, but that are owned and as part of your birthright, yours and everybody in the lineage. So that's why number one, go further back in your lineage. Two is you're working with an ancestor who doesn't have the power or the capacity to do the healing work, which again, sometimes means you need to go further back, but also sometimes it's not super duper back. Sometimes we had ancestors who did secretly do different practices to elevate and honor you and your life and the rites of passage, right? and the rituals to help you fully transition. So it might be five, six, seven generations back and they are able to do what we are asking to do because secretively things were passed to them that eventually did not get to you, but it was passed to them. So you are always checking to see, yes, are you an ancestor? Yes, are you far back in the lineage? But do you have the power, capacity, and interest to do the healing work, not just in my life, but in the whole lineage? And then finally, the energy has shifted in the lineage. So you have the right ancestor. You went far enough back. They have the power capacity. Stuff is being reclaimed. So the energy has shifted, but you are not embodying it, which is again, all on you. If the ancestors do something and then you do not go and follow through with new behaviors or new thoughts, even though it energetically shifted, you got the blessing, you got the help, you got the stamp of approval, then you are the block right? This is never a band-aid fix where now that the ancestors did something, now you don't have to do anything. No, this is a relationship. There's always going to be a responsibility for us, the living people to be the change in your focus, in your conviction, in your commitment, in your consistency, in your love, in your compassion, in the way that you show up and care, in your community, in your creativity, you're going to have to be the change. We're just doing the deeper work to help free up the energetic traumas and energy bodies that are holding you closer and deeper towards what you do not want and is not as a unique representation of your lineage and who you are so that you can actually get free to be it. That's what's happening. We're doing deeper healing, but you're still going to have to embody. So that's the three things. You're not going further back in the lineage. You're working with someone that doesn't have the power or capacity, or you yourself are holding it up because you allowed the ancestors to do their work, but you're not following through on your own. And sometimes that's by choice. You know, I was talking to one of my elders, shout out to him. Um, he was like, well, why didn't you do this? And I was like, listen, I'm going to tell you straight up. I know I'm not ready right? Go back to the last episode where I talked about contradicting ourselves. This medicine is for me too, y'all. I live the work that I do, but I was like, I know exactly what the prescription is. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm just not ready to no longer believe and to step into the actions that has already been cleared by the ancestors. They told me what to do. They want this to happen. I just don't want to do it yet. I have, we still have our power, 
right? We're in right relationships with ancestors when we do ancestral healing. We do not just allow them to dictate. We also don't just ignore, completely ignore. I'm like, I just keep telling them I'm going to do it. I'm just not ready yet. Honestly, y'all, it was a year. I was like, I just don't want to do it yet. That's that part. We always have our part to do. It's a collaboration. It's coming into a healing community with your spirits, your ancestors. So you can do all of the spiritual healing and magic work you want. Petition it to the gods and back. But if you aren't doing your part, it will flop. It's the same thing that they say in the Bible. You know, faith without works is dead. You are going to have to do your petitions and do your work, which this is more around rituals now. Um, but in ancestral healing, they will do energetically do the shift and the healing in the lineage and in your life. They might give you prescriptions and rituals or meditations or offerings you need to do. And then after that, there are actions you need to be taking in the world to manifest or to embody the healing that's happening in the lineage, which is the reason why I combine ancestral lineage healing conscious business strategy and psycho-spiritual life coaching because without that life coaching or what are the actions that shift you're doing all this spiritual energetic work without embodying it and i love when people embody it into a spiritual business or a healing business or at least a conscious business that serves your community and this world in a great way all right it will flop if you don't do your part so when people are like so what next i'm like well what's your life about what was revealed to you about your calling your birthright your destiny your ancestral agreements what about your dreams when you did the ancestral healing work did your traumas shift that now allow you to even believe in your dreams if not we got to go back and do the work because when you do the work you know exactly what your steps and actions will be when you come out and you will start to see them coming towards you as you show up in your life and in the world. So conversely, if you are doing your part, working with all the coaches, the therapists, the healers, right? Doing all these different programs, taking the steps, going to the investment um, meetings and learning the things you need to learn, but you're walking around doing all that stuff with all of the energies from the past that is baggage. It will also flop because it won't be sustainable. You will gain the things that you want in the world, but your energy has not shifted. So therefore, it's only a matter of time before your old patterns, family ancestral patterns will come again, cultural patterns will come again. Even if it's not in your life, which I think it will be, I know it will be, it'll come through in your offspring or the people in which you uh, mentor as offspring, okay? Because the fear and the core wounds are still there. So again, this is why I combine ancestral healing, psycho-spiritual coaching, and conscious business strategy um, for those who want to be entrepreneurs or called to spiritual entrepreneurship. And those who are not, then ancestral healing with psycho-spiritual coaching and your life is what you need. Yeah. In order to be the change, you're going to need to integrate and act like you have a couple thousand folks behind you because you do. All right. So this is for y'all who are doing the work already with whoever, however, and you're still stuck, then let's go deeper. Come into community. We need to get you free and trusting yourself to embody the healing that's happening in the lineage when we get down to the core. I hope that this is helpful for you, those who have done some work and you're wondering what's next. Here you go. Sending lots of love to you and your people on the lands in which you get to work, live, and thrive on. Yes. It is still happening, whatever it is, but healing can happen. Join me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to another episode of Healing is Happening. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to rate, review, share with someone you love, and most definitely subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Speaking of, I love connecting with others during their remembering, healing, and transformational journey. So feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Ash Inspires. Or if you'd like to connect on a deeper community level, check out my website and services at ashleyjohns.com. All the links to do so are in the show notes. Now, I can't wait to hear about what's going down with your lineages, both of the past and present for your freedom and abundance. So don't be a stranger. Until next time, my friends, fans, family, and foes, I hope you continue walking your unique path of freedom with courage and compassion. May you and your people be well on the lands in which you get to work, live, and thrive on. And remember, healing is happening.